from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Uh, we are here at the Wildcat Sports Club, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. We are also live on Facebook.com backslash live now, DT. This is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We are here every single month representing West Genesee and their sports programs. We're here today with the West Genesee Boys Lacrosse team, and I'm very excited here. Mike Sorakis is here with us for the first time. Anthony Detalis just didn't have enough. He had to come back for another sport. And we have Coach Sean Smith here with us as well of lacrosse. And, of course, I'm Dan Tortora. So can you give your gentlemen here a round of applause and show them some love here today? Show them some love. <laughs> All right. Well, Anthony, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you get on here. You and I spoke about football. We're here talking about lacrosse. You got to go play basketball as well. Do you have any free time? Not really. Not really. <laughs> no. What, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Um, Don't look at coach. You could say it. <laughs> probably football, honestly. Football is favorite. Okay. Is is lacrosse at least second? Yeah. Okay. So tell me about you got to get you got to go through some tournaments and things here in the fall. What did you take away from this fall with boys lacrosse? So I came in in the uh, last tournament, and I could already tell the chemistry was there. Uh, the guys were really putting in the hard work in the off season when I was at football. It really paid off, and I could see it as I was uh, playing with them. And for you, what, what, in your opinion, what was maybe the best thing you could take away from the fall? Um, I think the weight room really helped us out. Um, I think just getting our team chemistry together and trying to figure out what we're going to be like this year and see the main aspects of the game we have to uh, improve on for the coming spring season. Mike, I want to go to you for this. I know you're going to be having surgery here very soon. Yes, sir. So bring me into how are you feeling right now? Are you ready for surgery? Yeah. Nervous? Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I'm nervous as well, but I'm ready to get it over and ready to start the recovery process so I can get back in the weight room and get back with the boys and come back and get this season going. How have the guys been with you and support of you Super as you go through this? Yes, it's been like a great ride with them. Like They've always been there by my side. A lot of guys come from football, like Anthony and I. Um, and they've been with me at like every step of the way, and it's been a pleasure with them. So it's been fun. When you play one sport, and obviously there's an injury and it affects your other sports on the docket, just what that's like for you to have to deal with that adversity when you're playing something you love and you're going into the next thing you love and there's an injury that happens? Um, it's difficult. Uh, it's like I'm so used to being so active. Um, like I go from football to wrestling to lacrosse. And now that, like, I can't, I have free time, but at the same time, like, I'm off of my leg and I'm, like, catching up with the schoolwork that I didn't have, like, the time for. And, um, like, especially having the guys with me every step of the way has really helped. What can you say about maybe the family of, of West Jenny? And do you feel like you've learned what that family means more now that you've gone through this and that you're going through this yes um family for west jenny is a, a big huge community that's behind us all the time with all the games all the matches everything from hockey football across 
basketball, anything, they're always there. And um, having them behind me, I wouldn't want anybody else in the state of New York to be behind me other than West Jenny. Coach, what does that mean to you? You hear from Mike saying those words, he wouldn't rather have any other place behind him except for West Jenny. I think it's awesome. You know, it just goes to show that uh, what this community is all about. For you to be a part of this, when we sat down last year, you were coming into this. This was a new era for you. It was a new chapter in your life as a coach to come into West Jenny. Hindsight 2020, what did you take away from last year? Well, I think we learned from each other. You know, I learned about these guys. They learned about us, our program, what we wanted to try to do. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of experience last year, uh, but now we do. We've got 22 returning guys with varsity playing experience. So those one-goal games that we might have lost, we're hoping to turn around this year. Last year, the team said that your personality was a, a breath of fresh air. Do you feel like they would they would still say that today? I would hope so. I mean, I think we still have the, uh, the intensity with practices and stuff like that. Uh, we're... We're kind of tweaking the offense a little bit. We're really close, I believe, uh, to be where we need to be. Uh, defensively, I think we're very solid. We've got a great group of you know, eight, nine defensemen that are, you know, anybody can play at any time. As far as going through the fall, getting through these tournaments, getting a feel for this team, how important was it and what were maybe your biggest takeaways? I thought it was big. We uh, played three tournaments, played the morning tournament, we played in the FM tournament, and then Tully's the big one that we always end with. And we won every single game that we played. Uh, we had some tight games, and you know, FM was tight. Um, you know, but we uh, we really did a great job of it. What can you say about Mike and his rehabilitation? What he's what he's gone through, what he's about to go through. He said that this family is like we had just spoken about. He wouldn't choose another family. West Jenny is his family. What can you say about his fight, his grit, and even though he can't be there for you right now, that he's there in some way? Well, last year he was on our team as a sophomore, and um, he was always the guy. You know, we have captains and stuff, but when we break it off, he's the one I go to. I said, Mike, let's go break it off, and he's always that guy. So the rehab will be, he'll be intense with it, he'll hammer it out, and he'll be ready for the craft, I'm sure. Anthony Detalis, how would you describe this, this young man? Anthony's great. You know, he's a tough player. He goes hard. Um, you know, he's going to Hobart to play lacrosse. Yeah. Um, you know, he's awesome. He's one of the guys that had some experience for us when we come in, so we really leaned on him for his experience, and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll carry through to this spring. Anthony, knowing that you have a future at Hobart after this, obviously you have one last run with Wes Jenny, but you have that next step how excited are you about that and, and is that in the back of your mind um yeah it's definitely in the back of my mind but i like to focus on like where i am now because you don't like to take anything for granted like mike has an injury right now i like to just be where i'm at uh i'm definitely excited to have a future for me uh at hobart but i'm really excited to be with my high school friends and have one last season together I know that Anthony has to get to a scrimmage, so we're going to jump right into rapid fire before we have some other guys up here. So, Anthony, I'm going to I'm going to keep with you on this one. Who is your favorite personality as a coach? Joe Corley, Fred Kent, or Sean Smith? Uh, I'd have to say uh, Coach Smith. 
What? What? Um, I didn't really work much with Coach Corley in like actual practice because he sticks with most of the linemen. Uh, that was more of Mudge's job, but uh, Coach Kent, I'm, this is my first year with him, so I'm just getting like know his personality. So I'd say Coach Smith because I've had the longest relationship with him. Probably. All right, fair enough, Mike. I'm gonna go to you on this one. Um, what? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this. What? It, <laughs> what about this injury? What can you say you've learned the most going through this adversity? What has adversity taught you? Um, probably to be patient. And let it take let it take its course. Um, like I can't rush anything, and I have to take it slow and make sure I follow every single step down to the smallest detail. Because if I mess anything up, I won't be playing lacrosse. And lacrosse means a lot to me. Like it's I've been playing that for nine years, and um, I loved every second of it. And if I can't play lacrosse my junior year, um, it's probably it's going to be detrimental to me. So I just need to take everything slow and work through it. Coach, what are three words you feel the team would use to describe you? Intense. Probably lighthearted at times. Okay. And then goal-oriented. Goal-oriented. All right, fair enough. Mike, I'm going to let you ask me one now. Anyone you want. You could ask me oh, one. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, like ask you a question? Like, yeah, anything. anything. Any any question. Anything. Anything. That's how rapid fire works. You're on the hot seat and then I put myself on the hot seat. Um, if you could play any um, sport that you didn't play in high school, what sport would you want to play? Oh, if I could play any sport I didn't play in high school. I would say being Italian and Hispanic, I should have played soccer. Because I coached soccer after I finished up college, and I just started, you know, messing around with it and whatnot. And there is, a, there is a reality to sometimes it's like something in your blood. Right. So I had never played before, and then I just started messing around on a soccer field. I'm like, I probably should have went back inside <laughs> and played this a little bit. Yeah. All right, Anthony, what's your question for me? What's your favorite uh, West Tennessee coach that you've been on this show with? <laughs> My favorite West Tennessee coach that I've been on the show with. They all have different personalities. So, I don't know. I mean, I would say for coach, last year there was a snowstorm when we were supposed to do this. And I remember that he said to the guys that weren't coming up here and speaking, he was like, if you're not going to be up here, you don't have to come. Like, don't put yourself out there. He told the parents, you don't have to come out. Like, don't risk, you know, your life. Don't. And I think we had like 200 people here. We packed the entire place. So... I, I would have to say that one of my favorite moments, which I can connect to coaches, when he said, you don't have to show up, everybody showed up. So I think it speaks to you. I think it speaks to your connection to the community, and I think it speaks to the community. So I'd have to say that. All right, Coach, what's your question for me? Well, last year we asked you this. If uh, you, know, you could possibly be interested in maybe doing your show like at a game. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't get to do that because last year was – a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of stuff going on with us, and probably kind of forgot, you know, because we were going through everything else. We only have six home games this year. Yeah. So we'd like to, you know, if you'd be interested to doing it. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Should I broadcast one of the games? Should I do it? That's not good enough for me if you want me to come. <laughs> What'd you say? Personal interview. Personal interview. Coach, can you tell me about who this 
this gentleman is here yeah. with you the know, Dallas Cowboy hat on? He's, he's Luke Stout's best friend. Okay. Luke Stout's best friend. And he's a Cowboy fan. Oh, that's a downfall. Which normally there's a lot. Are there any other Cowboy fans in here? There's one. Okay, there you, there you go. There you go. So with, brainwashed him early. <laughs> with that being said, Anthony, we're going to let you get to your scrimmage. So for Mike and for Anthony as well as Coach, we'll take a step aside here for the Wildcat. Give these gentlemen a round of applause as well as Coach. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes for the Wildcat. Wake up call with Dan Satora, West Tennessee Boys Lacrosse. This is a wake up call, fast break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315 315- 487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. We're back here from the Wildcat sports pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. It is part two of our discussion with the Wildcats lacrosse team for the boys' side of things at West Jenny. We're here with Ryan Sheehan as well as Luke Stout and Sean Smith, the head coach, back with myself, Dan Tortora. We are inside, once again, of 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, and always proud to be here with you. So I ask your team to show you. Let's see if they can show you a little more love. They were loud for the other guys. Can you be loud for these guys? So I, I got to ask you guys, and Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Mike told a little bit about his story and just what he's gone through and what he's going through right now. What can you say about the team getting around Mike and or anybody, for that matter, as a family when you need that support? I mean, last year, Mike was, he was our guy. Whenever anything needed to be done, Mike was on it without being asked. We love Mike to, to the moon and back. So it was, it was really easy to rally around him, but... We definitely would do that for any of these guys, and everyone knows it. If, if any of us ever go down, the whole team's got their back. And Luke, uh, same same question going off of that. Just what you could say about this family and being there for Mike or being there for anybody when you have uh, a guy that obviously needs a pick-me-up, some help at any given time. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, Mike's, is, Mike's awesome. You know, uh, as a newer guy last year, he was always there when anyone needed him to be. And, you know, regardless of it's him or anyone else, you know, we care about each other more than anything and you know we're going to be there no matter what and so um you know we're very grateful for him and you know the sooner he gets back the better for us coach to hear these young men be around somebody like that care the way that they do just what that means to you as the leader of this team as you're trying to not only mold young men on the field but also in life in general just what that means to you to hear words like that well it's awesome you know these guys 
it's it's been that way from day one. You know, if anything ever happened, they got each other's back. They hang around each other. They like each other. They do a lot of stuff together, and that's that's what's important for a team. You know, if you're going to really be good, you've got to you know hang around each other, be part of each other's lives, know exactly what's going on. For this team this year, Luke, bring me into what the takeaways were you what were for you for the fall. What did the fall teach you? How can you build on it as you move forward? It was great. Um, you know, if, for people who have been around the program, it was, I think, a huge improvement from last fall. Um, you know, guys who are younger then have matured and have gotten bigger, stronger, faster. And, um, you know, it's, it was just really productive. And, and I think that uh, if we can continue to build on what we have the last couple of months during the spring, then I think we're going to have a chance to be really good. First impressions of coach and impressions now different the same? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, he's he's done a great job, and 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 so the rest of the coaches and everyone's kind of bought into to what we've got going on. And, you know, it's tough in the first year, you know, especially with the different cultures and stuff. So it, it takes time to get everything going, but um, you know, it's been great, and, and I'm excited to see where we go with it in the spring. Ryan, what can you say about the fall? Maybe some of the takeaways that you had. Um, I think we played pretty good lacrosse for it being October and November. We we won a lot of games and scored a lot of goals, so you always like to see that. Um, and I think we just rolled out and had fun and played, and, and we looked really good. So hopefully that transitions into the spring. Same that I asked Luke about, Coach. First impression to now, different, the same? Um, I think he yells at us more, and we needed that. We definitely needed that because um, – Last year, we lacked a little bit of discipline a little bit sometimes, but now I, I, I love to see Coach get on guys now. So so usually you hear from players, they don't like being yelled at. They don't like that tough love. You like it. You think it's helpful. I think just with it coming from Coach, we know that he, he loves us and he'd run through a brick wall for any one of us. So it's it's not like... We, we know at the end of the day we can go into his office with any of the pro- any problem we have and he'll and he'll still take care of us no different coach turning it on turning it off having that tough love when you need to and then as Ryan just said when they come into your office and they need you for something you could be that too just what you could say about the balance as a head coach well it's it's tough sometimes but you know you know there's some, certain people you know you can yell at and they can handle it. And then there's also other people that maybe you can't yell at as much. So you kind of figure that out. I have one uh, young man that I yell at constantly. And uh, he takes it very well. And I'm hoping it's going to be someone different this year. But <laughs> it might not be. But he's you know, he's a great player. And is the the mystery of, of Mudge still alive? He, he jumped in on the show last year. He was here for football this year. It, what can you say about the, the spirit of Mudge? Well, you know, he's he's a character. That's uh, <laughs> he's something different. Something different. Something different. All right, fair enough. Ryan, a few words to describe this year's team as you head into the spring. Um, experienced, a lot more experienced than last year, and just brothers. We're all we're all I think a lot tighter than last year after what we went through. A lot of hard losses and. Yeah. So you feel that adversity taught you something that brought this team together? Yes, definitely. Luke, are we seeing a return to what you think West Genesee lacrosse is? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, actually, 
my future coach was at our last tournament um, in Tully where we went 4-0 or 3-0. And he even said, you know, we look like the older West Shenny teams, you know, with our ball movement and discipline. And I think we're definitely working our way towards there. Um, and I think we have the guys to do it. Um, but, you know, we're not going to settle. Obviously, it's still really early. So um, I think the potential's there. And uh, we're going to continue to do what we can to get there. What's it like carrying the torch as a West Genesee Wildcat, knowing all of that history? I mean, it's 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 awesome, but it's a, it's kind of a double bladed sword because you know there's a different pressure. You know, there's there's a spotlight that's not there for any other school around here. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's there's a lot of good that comes with that. Um, you get every team's best shot, um, but you also get more respect. So you know, there's a lot to it, but uh, I don't think we'd have it any other way. Ryan, what can you say about that, being a part of the fabric of West Jenny for boys lacrosse and just what that means? Um, well, I'm not very good at losing, and one thing we do at West Genesee lacrosse is win a lot of games, big games, and um, I just, if we, we just want to get back to winning those games. Coach, you talked about last year and, and learning from last year being a part of this this was, as we just spoken about, a new chapter for you. What excited you about coming into West Genesee? What made you want to be a part of this program and what the future of this program could be? Well, anybody that knows anything about lacrosse, is it's West Genesee. And I had the opportunity to be offered the job, and I'd be a fool not to take it. I mean, this is the pinnacle of lacrosse. I mean, you know, there's the West Jenny drill that people do throughout the country. And you say that you're the coach at West Genesee, and they're like, oh, wow, you, you stepped into some big shoes. And we said, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I absolutely love that I made the change, um, and it's been awesome since day one. I'm going to ask you to describe these guys, Coach. First, with Ryan, how would you describe Ryan Sheehan? <laughs> He's total intensity. Total intensity. He's got a great wiggle to his game great both hands uh real good leader you know and, and i like the fire and he'll let people know that you know hey this isn't the right way and stuff like that sometimes you have to back him off a little bit but i'd rather back him off than try to push him up you know and, I, and he brings that intensity and him and luke both last year were captains for us as juniors so i really relied on them a lot and we're going to rely on them again how would you describe Luke? Luke is the best goalie I've seen. You know, I uh, I coached Galloway in uh, Empires back in the day, and he is the best goalie that I've seen. I've had a lot of good goalies when I was at Corcoran. Uh, he's very level-headed. Sometimes he gets upset, but that's the life of a goalie. You know, he's got a good knack. Most of the time, he'll let it go and get to the next one. Very good leader, vocal, um, and, you know, if you've got a goalie like that, and it showed last year when we had no experience on the defense that the coaches in our league voted him first team and all seeing why because they knew what kind of a talent he is. Ryan, you hear Coach say that he's got to, if anything, pull you back, never has, has to push you forward. He just has to ask you maybe a little bit less. That's got to be a good thing to hear from a coach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I wouldn't want him to say that I don't care or that I'm lazy. So, yeah. 
do you feel that you have it? It's always 110% intensity, and sometimes you got to hold yeah, back a little bit? I definitely, yeah, I leave practice sometimes. I'm like, probably shouldn't have said that that one sentence with some <laughs> choice words in it. But <laughs> Does someone drive you home? You don't get behind a wheel, right? Does somebody? No, I do drive home. Oh, okay. That's usually when I figure out what I... So no road rage, you relax. Yeah. Okay. They're they're not correlated, but little. I think everybody in Central New York has road rage. I just think that's the way it is. Luke, coach says you're the best goalie he's ever seen. Response. You know, it's it's obviously really humbling. You know, coach has been around for for a while and seen a lot of great players. So um, to hear that from him is is. Like I said, pretty humbling, especially being around guys like John Galloway, who I've watched my whole life and have kind of tried to model my game after. And, you know, to hear that is, is definitely, um, like I said, humbling. And, and, and Coach has done a great job here. And, um, you know, I've, it's just cool. It, it's a cool moment. It's hot seat time. I'm going to stick with you, Luke, on this one. So tell me the most eccentric, out-of-the-box personality on the team? Mudge. <laughs> the answer to most things is Mudge right now. So why, why is Mudge the most eccentric? You know, he just, he just brings a, a different energy level, um, whether it's before a game, after a game, today at lifting. Um, you know, he's just, he's just different, but, but in a good way. You know, I think it's good for all teams to have that type of personality and um, as in being another goalie, I kind of get a, a front row seat to it, um, which has its positives and negatives. But um, regardless, you know, um, he's just a lot of fun to be around. Fair enough. Ryan, you could switch roles with any celebrity in the world. What celebrity do you switch lives with for 24 hours and why? Dan Bilzerian. Why? Um, he plays poker for a living. Okay. Is like a multi-billionaire. Okay. And if you follow his Instagram account, then you would know why. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you just shamelessly plugged him like you're a PR agent for him or something like that. All right, Coach. I kind of like that question for you now, Coach. If you could switch places with any celebrity for a day, who would you switch places with and why? Probably uh, Will Ferrell. He's hilarious. Will Ferrell? Okay. I try to do what he does. All right. He's got a lot of money, obviously. All right. So you would you would try to be Will Ferrell for the day? For the day, yeah. Okay. I don't think I'd do that well, but, you know. You'll try. Give it a shot. Okay. Fair enough. All right, Coach, you got a question for me. Go ahead. Well, we live in Syracuse. Yes, sir. Weather stunk last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the weather people here, uh, I don't think they know what's going on. What's it's the a prediction? Worst. I need it. It's the one job that you could get wrong 99% of the time and never get fired. Still get paid. Right. So I think that I'm kind of in the middle of the road right now. I feel I want to say we're going to have a milder winter, but I feel like we're going to get hit at some point pretty intensely, and then it's going to back off a little bit. I think we're going to have like a tough two or three months and then maybe a little break, but I don't think it'll be as crazy as last year. We'll actually have a spring. Yeah, we'll have some type of a spring. At some point. Perfect. For three days. <laughs> All right, Luke, what's your first question for me? Um, 
I, I would say, uh, what's your favorite level of sports to cover, high school, college, pro? Oh, geez, that's tough. I cover, for football, for college, I cover, on average, 27 schools a week. So the ACC, Notre Dame, and the AAC. So it keeps me busy. But I would say doing this doing this show, is it's different because I get to know those players and I get to know the coaches, but not like the entire team, right? Where here you get to know over the years and when you guys play different sports, I get to see you again. Or, you know, you talk to each other and then somebody comes up with a question to come up here and stump me, which I don't like that you guys do that, but that's okay. But, no, there's always tough questions that come through here, and I'm kidding, bring it on. But, you know, it's it, there's something about having the high school connection because this is my city. I mean, this I grew up in central New York. I grew up right here, and I came back here to start my business. So I would say I love every level, but the high school level, I get to see you guys now and get to see the young men and women in this community grow and move on either to continue sports or to do something else. And then when you guys come back and I get to interact with you after that, that's pretty cool. And a lot of the West Jenny players still keep in touch with me after they leave, which is pretty awesome. So it's uh, it's definitely a good connection to have, and I appreciate you guys being here. All right, Ryan, what's your first one for me? Um, well, this isn't the question, but you're a Miami Dolphins fan, correct? No, I am no? not. I thought you were. <laughs> Mm-mm. Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Okay. Yes. I'm not tanking for Tua right now. I was gonna, a, I, well, I was going to ask uh-uh. if you're still tanking for Tua because of what happened last week. Isn't it funny how a team could lose that many games, be that bad, put their entire team out there like a yard sale, tank for one guy who just got hurt? Yep. It's like it, it's got to be terrible to be a Dolphins fan. But I'm a Jaguars fan, so I'm okay. All right. Do you have a Jaguars question? Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you like it or no? I do. And I, I think that it was the best PR move they could have made when Jalen Ramsey was screaming in the corner, bouncing up and down like a child. Gardner Minshew was this big positive guy. And they could play into the whole, you know, give fake mustaches and headbands and all that stuff. And they really found a way to use positive PR at a time where it could have gotten really ugly. And I think it saved the locker room. I think it saved... I know the team's not doing great, but I think that it helped them now and in the future. And I'll be down there very soon here to cover. they got three more home games. So I'll get to see what the locker room continues to look like. But I think it's better with Gardner, without Jalen. And I think we're going to have a, a tough problem on our hands because Nick Foles costs $88 million. So I don't know how you can keep that on can the bench. Can I ask another one? Yeah, you can ask another one. You think one. they can build a team around him? I do. I do. I think, I think a guy that has grit and heart like Gardner, if he can minimize his turnovers and get rid of some of those mistakes, I, I like the offensive line. I think it's strong. A healthy Leonard Fournette's good. I think some wide receivers that have some now experience and maybe some other guys they can go out and get and you can get another corner and build that up. But I think this team has a lot of good pieces. They just need to know how to use it. And Doug Marone's going to have to figure it out because if he can't find how to use this talent, I don't know how much longer that he's going to be there for that. So my final question for each of you, I'm going to start with Coach, is what is, if you're, one, you're running for president in 2020, it's a two-part question. Running for president in 2020, what is your presidential tagline, number one, and number two, who's your vice president? Well, I'll go vice president first. That's Bobby Knight. Okay. <laughs> Love the intensity. We're the same, 
same type of moron. So if countries piss you off, he's throwing chairs at them. We're hitting the button. Uh, We're hitting you're, the button. you're hitting the button. You gotta do what All you gotta right. do. You know, these little <laughs> countries, you, you gotta you gotta do it. Okay. Stop messing around. Sean Smith on wake up call. If I'm president and I hit the button. Okay. Stop I think I can retire around. after this interview. I think I'm good for the rest of my life. So yeah, Vice President Bobby Knight. Yeah. What's the tagline? Hit the button? <laughs> Go hard or go home. All right. I like it. Luke, <laughs> I want to go off of this question now. I got to stick with it. What role would you want to have in Sean Smith's presidency? Um, well, not the press secretary. Probably not. <laughs> he said he was going to hit the button. He hit the button. No further questions. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Um, easy. Uh, probably not the one in charge of the military either. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe like humanitarian aid or something, yeah, yeah. something like that. For when he gets rid of all these countries, you help the other ones. Yeah, yeah trying to okay. be the good guys. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Ryan, what role would you want to have in Sean Smith's presidency? Probably something like urban development or something that nobody knows exists, so I don't get yelled at. So you don't get yelled at. Fair enough. Okay, I like it. So you can help build houses for the countries. That get yeah. the red. That right. get the button. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. So, what is your final question for me, Ryan? You did. You asked a bunch about Jacksonville, and I answered them all. I was actually sitting in this room when they lost by one point on the road to Houston because Doug Marone decided to go for two, which he never does, and I'm still bitter about it, as you can tell. It was on that television. I don't want to talk about that anymore. What's your final question for me? Did you? Did you get a slice of pizza? We had no. Did you get any? I did not get any pizza. So is it gone? There's it's more all, coming out. All right. I did not there's get a, more coming out. I've never been asked that question before, but it's a shameless plug for me to get some food. So all right, that's good. Luke, what's your final one for me? Um. All right. So you're a Syracuse fan, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So quick hypothetical. Okay. Um, if Dino Babers get were to get fired. Mm-hmm. And Doug Marone were to get fired. Mm-hmm. Were you, would you be opposed to Doug Marone coming back and coaching Syracuse? He never would. I don't. I think he would think it would be a step backward because he wanted to go to the NFL. So I, I don't think he would come back. Would I be open to it in a world where that would be the case? The last time he would. Well, when he was here, was the last time we had a thousand yard back. We had three in a row. And shout-out to Mackie McPherson, a center that was told that he could never play center in college, and he had 3,000-yard backs behind him. So I would be open to it because we were starting to build something. I don't think he would ever do it, but I do have some coaches in mind, and that helps when you cover 27 teams to kind of know some of those guys that might be available. But I'm concerned about the Florida State job. I am. I, I I think that that's a job that... Maybe if if Dino ever got that phone call. So, Coach, what's your last one for me? Well, I am a big college basketball fan. Okay. I'm not a huge SU fan. Oh, okay. Uh, but All right. Who are you a fan of? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. This is my second favorite growing up. I'm okay with that. Um, I like the heels. The question is, how do you think uh, Joe Girard's going to pan out in Syracuse? Well, you know, I think that height at some point could maybe be an issue because you're playing in the ACC and, and there's some physicality from some of the teams that are coming in there. But I think that he's going to have to discover how to 
create his own shot. And I think that a lot of the guys at Syracuse, they couldn't do that. They just wanted to shoot. Anybody could shoot open threes. But I think it's about creating the shot, uh, playing strong defense. Some, you know, nobody ever gave credit to, a coach did, but not a lot of people gave credit to Trevor Cooney for playing hard defense. And that's a lot of what kept him on the floor in his bad shooting nights. So I think Joe's got to showcase that. I think that he can be successful. I hope he is because he's coming from Glens Falls and, you know, obviously he's an upstate New York guy. But I think there's some good upside for everybody on this team. And I hope that him and Buddy can have some fun this year because we all know Buddy can make a shot too. So with that being said, we have Ryan Sheehan as well as Luke Stout and Coach Sean Smith, myself, Dan Satora. Give these gentlemen a round of applause one more time. we got a season coming up in the spring. Coach, I'd love to have you and the guys back here. Absolutely. Hopefully not in a snowstorm. Yeah, that'd be the plan, but you live in Syracuse. Right, but we live in Syracuse. So thank you so much for being here. i got to get some pizza, and we appreciate it. Thank you to the Wildcat, and thank you to you guys once again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.